Welcome back to another episode of Blessed Is She That Believe. We're in season two, episode 13. And I'm going to call this Disobeying God's Promises. Mm. Disobeying God's Promises. So before we jump in, like always, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your mercies that they are new every single morning. Great is your faithfulness, Father. Father, we just thank you right now for the sunrise that you allowed us to see. No matter where we are in the world, Lord, you paint a new sunrise every single morning. You paint a new sunset every single night. Father God, I thank you right now for every ear that's listening, every heart to be open right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, let your word fall on good ground. Father, I thank you so much for just your love, your patience with us, um, being full of grace and truth, Father God. I thank you so much for your tender mercies, Lord, just your, your righteousness and your sovereignty. Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you, Lord, for my life. I thank you for the lives of everyone who is on, who is listening on this podcast right now. I thank you for, mm, Thank you for the grace that you covered us with, Lord, to assume that we could wake up this morning, to assume that we get home tonight. Thank you for the grace that you give. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, yesterday, I want to tell a brief little um you know, I guess in English, it'd be a little anecdote before we start. <laughs> so, um, I told y'all, I've been telling y'all, I've been like in financial, whatever this is that I'm going through. Um, so yesterday, usually on Saturday mornings, I, I make a breakfast, like a big breakfast, um, like some grits, some toast, scrambled eggs, you know, like, and I sit down cause you know, I don't have anything planned for Saturdays so I have time to relax and do stuff around the house whatever run errands whatever and that's usually my time I spend in depth with the Lord during breakfast time so I sat down and I actually had Joyce Meyer playing while I was cooking and I was waiting for it to go off before I started eating and studying and when it went off it was like boom Revelation. <laughs> y'all, I'm going to tell y'all about being disobedient. You have to ask God for permission. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. And we don't think about it. We're humans. We don't think about it. We don't. It's like, ask God for permission. Like, when I say ask God for permission, I mean, literally what I'm saying. Ask God for permission. <laughs> There's no cookie cutter. What? There, no, ask God, can you do that? Ask him if that's his will for you to do it. Um, so two years ago, I started, I, I have been teaching, this is my eighth, ninth year teaching. And for the first five years, I was a special education teacher. Um, I did that. I did four years, four or five. I did five years at the elementary level. And then I transferred to the high school level. 
still doing special education 2020 to 2021. So the 2021-2022 school year, I became a general education teacher high school level, which that's what my degree is in, um, high school English. So I finally was able to do that. And I worked a part-time job. I had just bought a house in 2020, September 4th, 2020. And I... um. I had a part-time job at our local night high school. And so, but I was like the secretary there. So it's like, I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was making a little bit of money, you know, for gas and whatever. Well, here's the thing. Where the night high school was located was like five minutes from where I worked during the day. So it was great. You know, I just go straight there from work and uh, which was perfect because I had to be there early anyway to sign the kids in and get all that stuff squared away. Um, well, they were going to move further out, which is past my house. And I'm like, I'm not about to drive past my house and have to turn back around and come right back, you know, like come back this way on that salary. Like if y'all have a position that's open, like a teacher position or whatever, then I'll do the teacher position because at least teacher position makes like you know money but they didn't have anything open and i was like all right i quit and that's what i did one because of that the relocation of where it was and two that was going to be my first year being a general ed teacher for high school and i'm like i want to make sure i have time after work to do what i need to do and i don't want to have to um be stuck at a part-time job having to leave because I'm like I'm gonna be leaving right after work going out way out you know like I'm not gonna have time to do my lesson plans and stuff so I had legitimate reasons for doing that but what I did not think about was okay Steph um yeah so if you cut that income out you're not gonna have any other income and I was just like, well, I'm just going to have to wing it. You know, I'm good right now. But I was only good right then. Because guess what, y'all? The money ran out December 2021. That's when I started feeling them hits of not working another job. Y'all, when the Lord showed me that, I said, that's where, the, that's where it all came from. That's what messed me up. Y'all. <laughs> Because all this time, I've been thinking like the enemy attacking my finances. No, I was my enemy because I never asked God if it was okay to quit that job. I just went ahead and did it because I had legitimate reasons. Why am I telling you all of this? I'm telling you all of this because two years later, almost exactly two years later, I am, well, actually it is two years later because I quit the beginning of the school year. I didn't stay, I might've stayed for like an extra month and then I, I stopped working. So I, I'm telling you, I'm still feeling the effects two years later of a bad decision that had I would've asked the Lord, he probably would've told me to stay my behind, put and keep working and wait for something to come open. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to hear that. I just went ahead and did what I needed to do. And the reasons were really good. I had really good reasons. But I'm feeling them effects now. Y'all, ask permission. Because I know Machiavelli said, 
ask forgiveness not for me no when you when it comes to the lord you better ask permission first because what's going to end up happening is later on you're going to be feeling them repercussions of your decision of not asking and it's going to bite you in the behind it really is because i'm i mean i never and the whole time that this has been going on that never came to my mind so i know the holy spirit brought that to me and i was like oh my gosh but here's the thing the Bible is not, let me tell you something. The word of God does not lie. The word of God is so real because Romans 8 and 28 says, for we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are to call according to his purpose. Everything I have gone through these past two years, I needed to go through that. I needed to grow in these areas, the areas of finance, the areas of trust, the areas of faith. I needed to grow because I promise you, God is my secret judge. As my pastor says, I have not lacked anything. My bills have been paid. Everything has been paid on time. Everything, I have food in my cap. And you know what? Sometimes when the food started getting low, I had to reach to the back. You know how you push stuff to the back? Like, I don't want to eat that. No, I ate it. And guess what? That mess was good because I whipped that mess up in my kitchen. I learned how to cook better. I learned to come up with creative meals because you know when you ain't got no money, you got to figure some stuff out. Yeah, I had to. I had to. And I am so grateful because it was getting to a point where I'm not a wasteful person, but it I'm I'm single. I live by myself. It's just me. And I would buy stuff and it would go bad before I could eat it. So I was wasting money. Anyway, wasting food and wasting money. And it wasn't on purpose. It's just I couldn't get to it. Because I didn't know how to just buy just what I need and then go to, <laughs> I was buying stuff, not in overabundance, but I would buy stuff so that way I wouldn't have to keep going back to the store, which makes sense. But I had to learn, okay, what do I need? I need X, Y, Z, get X, Y, Z and leave the rest of it alone. Just get other stuff later. I had to switch my thinking and y'all, I'm so grateful. <laughs> I am so grateful for God because even though that was a bad decision, he still like nothing was wasted. Nothing was wasted. It has been an experience, but as the Lord told the children of Israel, you've been in this mountain long enough. <laughs> I've been in this mountain long enough. So yeah, um, I'm looking for like a third job, but the third job is just to level out everything. Um, and it's going to happen. Like, everything's fine. Like, I, it's going to work out for me because now that I see that, like, <laughs> and I heard the Holy Spirit say ever so softly, ever so gently. And everything you have to ask. And I was like, I sure will. I will remember this moment because this has been a loop-de-doo. You hear me? So, I don't know who that might you know who that's for <laughs> um but i just want to let you know make sure you ask the lord if that's what you're supposed to be doing i don't care how small it may be i don't care if it's going to the grocery store ask him if that's the grocery store you need to be going to and i'm gonna tell you why just last week i wanted to go to walmart and i um I kept feeling the urging to go to Publix. And I said, you know what? 
Lord, which one do I need to go to? And I ended up going to Publix. And guess what? Just about everything in my basket was buy one, get one free. So my what I would have spent at Walmart, I, I know I spent less at Publix. I mean, I still spent money, but it, it everything, I got basically got double for the amount that I spent. Y'all, <laughs> I'm telling you, always ask the Lord if what you need to be like. I'm telling you, he'll tell you, he'll, he'll show you. He will show you if you wait. If you wait and you expect him to answer, he will, he will, he will do it. He will do it for you. But, um, let's hop into the scripture, uh, coming from numbers 13 and Deuteronomy one. So in numbers 13, we see the spies were sent out to go and, um, survey the land. Basically it says in verse one, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, verse two, send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall you send a man, every one a ruler among them. Okay, we're going to stop right there. Deuteronomy 1, verse 8. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed after them. <sighs> Y'all. This is what I didn't catch until I was getting ready to start um, speaking on this. The Lord gave them the land. Now, I know you probably like, wait a minute now. I know you knew the Lord gave them the land. It's like, yes and no. It's like, I've read it so many times, but it just clicked on me. Clicked in my head like, wait a minute. The Lord gave y'all this land and y'all told this man no. How you going to tell, you know, I can't even judge them because I told the Lord no so many times. It, it's not even funny. Like, I'm actually embarrassed to say that. Like, I done told the Lord no before too. He told me to do something like, no, I can't do that. He are, if he telling you to do it, that means provision has already been given to you to do it. He's... <laughs> We want, we would rather run out and do something that the Lord didn't tell us to do and then be, sit out there stuck like Chuck. But when the Lord tell us to do something, he already has everything we need provided. Everything we need to do what he is telling us to go do, he's provided it for us. That sure, that's probably going to be some, some, um, trouble or whatever, but he's already guaranteed us the victory through Jesus Christ, his son. So we, therefore we're going to win no matter what. I, it's like it finally clicked on me for me. Like, wait a minute. It's not like the Lord said, go spy out the land, go, go search the land. That's your land that you're looking at. That is yours. You got a clean house, but that's your land. He already gave y'all that land. And they said no. <laughs> they said no. I just. Mm. 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 Says, so they went out and searched the land from the wilderness. And that's in verse 21. Y'all, I. It just, I don't know, it bothered me because it's like, how many of us have given stuff up because we wouldn't 
go search the land. How many of us have lost the lost blessings because we went and go search the land? We went and go possess the land. We went and go take over the land that God has given us. We went and go get our blessings that God has already given us just because they look like they were in a difficult location. You know, the other day I was looking for my, um, my sleep shirt. I was wandering around the house like, dog, where did I put it? I, and the thing is with me, I don't know if any of y'all out there listening, you ever clean stuff and you lose stuff because you cleaned up. <laughs> I know that that sounds crazy, but I lose stuff when I, every time I clean, I lose stuff. It's like, where did I put it? I put it somewhere. And so then I have to dirty everything. I pull everything out of the drawer, pull, throw stuff all over the place. And then it's like, oh, okay, there it is. And now my house is a mess again. Y'all, y'all probably sitting there like she got them letters. Like, leave me alone. Okay. If I do, I, whatever, just leave me alone. Um, yeah. So I couldn't find my sleep shirt and I'm like, I just, and here's the thing with me with socks and pajamas. <laughs> I will pull out a fresh pair of socks or pajamas. Y'all, this is, this is not even a lie. I don't know why I do this. And the next night I go to find said socks or pajamas. I can't find them. So I pull out another pair of socks or pajamas. So then I find a first pair the third night. And I don't know the second pair. Y'all, leave me alone, man. Just leave me alone. It's like, I don't know if I have a lot of stuff or if I just, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I just grab a t-shirt and it's like, hey, I don't know where this, I, I just don't. But anyway, I couldn't find my sleep shirt. Looked all over the place. And I'm like, well, did I hang it on the back of the bathroom door? So I'm going to tell you what I did. The bathroom door was opened enough to where I could see through the crack on the other side. And I said, oh, no, it's not there. Y'all, I never walked into the bathroom and looked behind the door to see if the sleep shirt was there. Until I went to go take a shower. And then I'm like, oh, there it is. And immediately the Holy Spirit said, now, how many blessings have you missed because you went and go and look? <sighs> Y'all. The door, the door was, the Bible says God will open doors that no man can shut and close doors that no man can open. The door was open and I refused to walk in. I tried to see from the other side, which is dumb. I tried to look on the other side to see if I could see the shirt because I didn't feel like going through the door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. But guess who did it? I did. Y'all, this is like, it's almost like this is really cool that I'm seeing all this stuff finally about myself. But at the same time, it's like, I'm really stupid. Like, I'm really a sheep. <laughs> I see why they call Jesus calls a sheep. Because I know I've been doing some dumb stuff lately. I ain't calling y'all dumb. It's just, I've been doing some dumb stuff. Okay. My actions have not been intelligent. They have not matched my level of intelligence. And I'm trying to understand what is wrong with me. Y'all, I was just being so lazy. I just didn't want to put forth the effort to go push through the door to look to see if my shirt was there. 
Y'all. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. They were being afraid. They let fear dictate to them what they were going to do. And and not only fear, I feel like it wasn't even just fear. It was a bit of uh, laziness too. Here's my thing. And I'm going to tell you why I feel like it was laziness. Because to fight is a lot of work. That's a lot of work that goes in there. I feel like it was more so fear. But I feel like it was some laziness going on too. With these spies that went out. Because um, in verse 27 it says, And they told him and said, We came unto the land whether thou sent us. And surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The, Am the Amalekites dwell in the land in the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. How you know how somebody look at you unless they tell you, I know they didn't go up and talk to them people, but they're looking at it from their own perception, from their own perspective. See our perspectives, we could all look at the same picture and get a different perspective. That's how life is. What you may think is a is not a big deal is a huge deal to somebody else. It may be such a big deal to somebody else they commit suicide because they they feel like they can't handle it. Like, okay, being transparent here, at one point in time during this two year journey of financial whatever I put myself into because I didn't ask God if I should have quit my job, I was like almost seven hundred dollars in the red in my checking account. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> And guess what? Guess who was sleeping good like a baby? Me. I was sleeping so good. I was sleeping on the cool side of the pillow. I was not bothered. Now, that's just me because I knew the Lord had me. And still, I know the Lord has me. I know he has me. I know he's going to bring me out because he just showed that to me yesterday through the Holy Spirit. So I know it's going to work out for my good. I know it is. But for somebody who doesn't know Jesus, who doesn't have that, that blessed assurance who doesn't have that comfort in knowing that their heavenly father shall supply all their need according to the, the riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Someone who doesn't have that kind of faith to know not to look at their present circumstance and be unwavering, be unmovable, be unshakable. Someone who doesn't, they, they, might not be able to handle that. To be honest, I don't even know how I sat there and went to sleep like that. I should have been up pacing the floors. I can't take any credit for that. That was the Lord. Knocked me right out. Don't worry about that. Go to sleep. I'm so serious. That's why I said, even though that was a that was a bad decision on my part. That was and I also had to look at the fact I had some um traumatic stuff happen to me that year. 
I wasn't in my right mind. I, I was just, just, you ever heard of a functional alcoholic? Somebody who's an alcoholic, but they can still go to work and, you know, you won't, you don't even know they're drunk. I was functioning in traumatic trauma. I was a function, functional traumatic, traumatic. If I, if the, I mean, that's not a term, but that's, I was operating in trauma or through trauma. And I was going to, I, I, I went to a therapist. But I didn't, I had stopped going actually during that time period. I had stopped going. So I was making bad decisions, made a bad decision. Didn't ask God if I should or not, didn't, didn't ask him. So yeah, it's like, mm. I just think about that sleep shirt, like, if I would have gone through the door and actually looked at it, I would have found my shirt. But I'm trying to look through the side. You know how the door had, when you open it, you can see through the crack on the other side. And when you close it, you can't see it anymore. Like, oh, that's open. Let me see if I, what? That shortened, that actually limited my sight. The door was open on the other side. All I had to do was just walk in and turn and look to see if it was hanging on the back of the door. But it was just laziness. And like I said, I know it was fear. They were operating out of fear, but I feel like it was some laziness with that too because they went and looked at these people and they were like, how much fighting we going to have to do to fight them? Like, I don't feel like fighting. Guess we going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, What? <laughs> Out of all those people that went, one person, Caleb, one person. Now nah, we gonna get this. We are well able to overcome them. So it's like, what have you walked away from that God told you go in and take that? But you were like, nah, I just don't see how that's gonna happen. Nah, that's not. He didn't ask you. <laughs> He asked you if you could see if it's going to happen. He already declared the end from the beginning. He calls those things that are not as though they were. And I, like I told y'all before in an earlier podcast episode, do not change the DNA structure of the scripture. The scripture is alive. And if you change the words, you're changing the DNA structure of the scripture. People say, he called you. We call those things that are not as though they are. No, it's not present tense. You call it past tense because it's already done. Yeah, it's already done. You don't. He calls those things that are not as though they were because it's already done. It is already done. When God tells you to go do something, it's already done. We got to catch up to His time. We got to catch up to Him. He's resting already. It's the seven day, but he, he's already done everything. He waited for us to catch up to him. That's why our end is already expected in past tense because he's already got a, a end for us if we walk according to his word and meet him. That's, that's the only way we're going to get to that expected end. It's already planned for us. He's the author and finisher of our faith. It's done. That's if we're willing to trust him and believe in him. And y'all, like, I'm walking this thing out too. I've been struggling with stuff too because I'm like, that ain't what it, 
Lord, what you showed me, this is not what I'm seeing. But that's why he said, walk by faith, not by sight. My pastor preached a sermon today um, entitled, I Trust in God. Which we also sing that song at church, I Trust in God. My Savior, the one who has never failed. I tried, I, I was about to sing it, I ain't going to sing it. But if you hadn't heard that, um, it's Elevation Worship, I believe. I think it's Elevation Worship. Um, I trust in God. Y'all, when I tell you, just just go ahead and put me out on the flow. Let me stretch out on the flow and prostrate before God and just get me one of them blankets and throw it on me when I hear that song, okay? Y'all, it's like you have to hope. I actually just read that and, um, oh, man, this... <laughs> I love Jesus. Oh, he just does this every single time. In Romans chapter four, Romans chapter four. Uh, I was looking at these verses yesterday, but I, it was really hard because literally the Holy Spirit showed me that. And I was like, I'm so trying to focus on these scriptures, but I can't because I'm just, my mind is blown by the fact that I messed my finances up by not asking you. Like, that's crazy. So, in verse 17, it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, because this is speaking about Abraham um, and his faith. Because, you know, Abraham is the patriarch of our faith. So, like he's the father of the like and the reason being which i'll get to that well no no, no i'm gonna say it now y'all think about abraham like we sit here having such a hard time trusting god and we got a whole book full of people who trusted god but abraham had nothing to go on he literally is the first person of faith abraham had nothing to go on nothing there was nobody who walked it like that. Like, seriously, like, I mean, you had Noah and stuff, but I mean, think about Abraham. Like, he he was just out there in the wilderness enjoying his life, and a voice came to him. He like, and he just started listening to the voice. <laughs> like, y'all, nobody had to almost sacrifice their son. Except for God, God was the only one. He couldn't let Abraham do that before he did. Like, no, but Abraham was going to do it. That's the thing. Abraham was going to sacrifice his only son, uh, the son of promise, Isaac. And until God said, hold up. He said, and said, wait, whoa, 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 don't do, put that knife down. What are you doing there? Put that, put that, drop that. Put that down there. We got we got a ram over here. Okay, you you sacrifice the ram. Get Isaac off of that wood. Uh, blow that fire out. You know, like <laughs> he was going to do it. <laughs> he just started listening to a voice. And I mean, I'm just thinking like if I were married and my husband said, "Hey, um, this voice spoke to me and said you was gonna have a baby." You know, like what voice? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? You know, oh, my husband crazy. Sarah probably did think that man was crazy. I, I mean, we we up and moving because a voice told you we need to move. Like, but that's why I love Romans chapter four because 
it says after verse 17, well, during verse 17, it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Verse 18, who against hope believed in hope. And that's why I got stuck. Who against hope believed in hope? <laughs> Y'all, I know everybody say when they go to heaven, they want to meet Eve. I don't want to meet Eve because she is on sight when I see her. Anyway. <laughs> no disrespect but it's on site sis um i want to see abraham because i just have so many quick how did you just start listening to a voice like how could you trust what he said was real like there was nobody else he was the blueprint he was the blueprint and it might be some of y'all out there. Y'all are the blueprint for your family because you might be the first generation believer in your family. It's going to be hard because nobody before you has walked it out. You got to hang in there. Like Abraham, you got to hang in there. You, y'all, if you, I'm telling Romans 4, get you right. <laughs> Romans chapter 4, get you right. I have to keep going back there because it has been, y'all, it's some stuff. I can't even. When I'm finally able to speak about it, y'all won't even believe me. And it's okay. Because I don't even believe, I I can't even believe it sometimes. And it's very hard. It's very hard to hold on to something that God has shown you or has spoken to you, has confirmed to you through people, people you know, people you don't know. And you still got to hold on to it. You still got to trust him. Even when it doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like. Because... Verse 19, it says, and being not weak in the faith or being and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform y'all. I don't know about you, but that made me want to get up and run around the block. I mean, my gosh, this man, Abraham, how many of y'all are Abrahams out there? Cause I'm not, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not because like I told y'all, it has been hard for me, not the area of finances, but the other things the Lord has been speaking to me about y'all. It has been extremely hard for me this past year. I'm not even going to sit here in front. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'll be completely honest. It has been hard. I have even called myself crazy. I said, ain't no way that I made that up. I have a very vivid imagination. And, but at the same time, like, I know I got a very vivid imagination, but my imagination ain't that good. There's no way I could have made that up. I know I saw what I saw. I know I heard what I heard. Because there's no way. I mean, the Lord has given me so many signs, so many confirmations in these areas that it's like i know he did that because he knows how i am he knows i'm always intrigued i'm always questioning things not questioning him but i've always been inquisitive since i was a little kid so i'm always i always got questions like i just think of random questions so since manna was considered angels food that mean angels eat food up there what else they be eating lord you know like <laughs> Questions, just asking random questions, just because I always have questions to ask. So 
honestly feel like he gave me all of those confirmations after he showed me that stuff to ease my mind. You're not crazy. I did show you that. Just trust what you saw and what you heard and keep going. I don't care what the situation looks like. Sometimes he has to do that for us in certain areas because he knows we're weaker in our faith in those areas. He knows that. So I believe he gives that. And that's where that grace comes in. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh, like, oh, verse 19 through 21 of Romans chapter four and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. I wrote something and I can't even remember where I put the sticky note. Doggone it. It might be on my refrigerator, but I wrote it out for myself for these two verse, these three verses, 19, 20, 21. I will not consider my present circumstances. I am not, I will not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. I will be strong in faith, giving glory to God. I am fully persuaded that what he promised, what he promised me, he is also able to perform. Like I wrote that out and I changed it to make it personal for me. And I feel like maybe y'all need to do that as well, because we have to do that with the scripture. We have to speak those things to ourselves so we can hear it because faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how this works. And it's like, if you don't speak the scriptures in your life, if you don't speak, you it's going to be hard for you to trust God. That's why whew, you trust God when you spend time with him, when you glean his word, when you study his word without ceasing, when you pray and, and communicate with him, when you have that open relationship with him, you can trust him. How else do you trust somebody that you're in a relationship with if you don't spend time with them? For those of you who are married, how did you get to know your husband or your wife so well that you decided to marry him? Because you trusted them. You spent time with them. You got to know them. So why can't we do that as believers with our Heavenly Father? And I'm speaking to myself. Yes, life happens. Things happen. But you still have to make that time with him. He's always there. He didn't go anywhere. You walked off from him. You walked away from him. And that's what I had to tell myself. You don't walk away from, from your Ishi. If you read Hosea chapter two, you know what I'm talking about. That's another word for a husband. He's my Ishi. I said, how many times I didn't committed adultery on him this week by spending time with something else more than him? Mm. Okay, we're going to leave that to another podcast. Huh. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body not dead. When he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Because those are his current circumstances. He did not consider his present. He did not consider his present. Nope. What you see is not what you get. You got to look spiritually. You have to look at it spiritually. You have to see with different set of eyes. You got to ask God to give you vision in the spirit so you can see. Because I promise you, when you ask, he's going to answer. He's going to show you what it is. Just like he showed me yesterday. Okay, this is what what happened. I said, man. Because I've been playing catch up for two years. And I finally got a, I finally got to the point where I was in the black in September this year. And guess what happened? I had COVID. So I missed so many days from my part-time job that last month i went back into the red but it's okay though like i'm in the red right now y'all it's the fifth day of the 
Y'all, it's the fifth day of the month. Like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm in a red. Been living here for like two years. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, now I know what happened. So I have so much more peace. Like, I was already at peace, but I have, I'm just like, okay, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Lord gonna get me out of this because now I see and I respect it. But y'all, disobeying God's promises, how you disobey a promise? If God gave it to you, he already gave you all the provision that goes along with it. You just have to trust that it's yours. You, you walk into it. Don't be like me trying to look from the other, from look from the outside, trying to peep in and making a judgment, making an assessment about something that I didn't get a full perspective on. Like y'all, you're going to miss out on so many things. You're going to miss out on so many things. Just like um, Peter did. Oh, oh y'all. When um, one of our elders preached this, Terrence Haywood. Elder Terrence Haywood. He preached this, and I can't think of the chapter. It's in the New Testament. Peter was pulling a um, fish. They've been fishing all night. And Jesus was like, hey cast your nets to the other side and peter was like <laughs> wait i gotta i gotta read it man like because it was tripping me out it was tripping me out because i said i can i can actually imagine <laughs> peter <laughs> I can imagine Peter like looking at Jesus with this face like <laughs> bless his heart. Y'all know Peter was the rebel of the group. I can I could just I just Peter probably was looking at Jesus like, bruh. <laughs> I know you lying. <laughs> like, I know you lying right now. <laughs> he said, um, it's in John chapter 21, starting at verse 1. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on the, on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, which um, Didymus is double, so he had a twin. Like, it means two. Didymus means two. So he had a twin. Um Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee and the sons of Zebedee, <laughs> sons of thunder, and two other of his disciples. Verse 3, Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. So this was after Jesus was crucified. They say unto him, we also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And that night they caught nothing. Um, But when the morning was now come, Wait, this this is not ah. No, this isn't it. I'm sorry, y'all. That wasn't that wasn't the right account of them catching the fish. I'm sorry, y'all. It's a good it's a good account though. Um, I gotta find it because it was it was so it was so good, y'all. Um. Hold on. 
trying to anyway i'll just i'll just tell you so jesus peter was on the boat and i think he had been fishing all night they they didn't catch anything and jesus said cast your nets to the other side but guess what peter did and i think i actually spoke on this um before peter it said peter cast his net jesus said cast your nets peter cast his net and that's why i was like i bet peter was like jesus don't know what he's talking about like i'm the fisherman i'm the expert fisherman here do you be cutting tables making tables and stuff out of wood like you have no idea what to do when it comes to fishing i know what i'm doing you know what i'm saying and <laughs> so when peter went to pull the net up it was overflowing and he didn't he it was there were so many fish in that net that other ships came to help peter i'm gonna find the verse y'all because that's bothering me <laughs> it's bothering me um I'm going to find the verse. But, um, yeah, the other ships had to come and help. And our elder said, y'all and you know you read that's why you have to go back and read the bible all like just because it's alive and you when you read it you read a scripture one time you go back a year later read the same scripture again it's going to mean it's going to have a different meaning to you and you're going to see something different because that's how the word of God is. It's alive. If the word, what, if it wasn't alive, you wouldn't see something different every single time you read it, every time you study it. So what our elder said, what elder Haywood said was look at the scripture. Jesus told him to cast his nets with an S that means more than one. Peter cast one net. He said, he disobeyed what God told him to do. He said, everybody always preaches this scripture like you're going to get an overflow. You're not going to be able to pull it up. He said, that's not right. Because Peter was disobedient to what Jesus told him to do. That's why he couldn't get all the fish. He said, when you are disobedient to what God tells you to do, you're going to see people walk off with your blessings because he said no fish was supposed to go to those other ships. Those were all Peter's fish. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Y'all, and it's true. It's true. Because if you read, once again, I'm going to try and find that scripture. If you read further down in the verse, if you read further down in the verse, you'll see where Peter is asking the Lord to forgive him. Like he's like sad. He's upset because it's like you did not listen to what God said do. Like you knew what you was doing. Like you knew better. 
Like you knew more than God. Oh, well, I ain't got to listen to what he said. I know more than him. He don't know what he talking about. He ain't been out here in these streets. He went, you went shooting with me at the gym. <laughs> oh, okay. He's, he's only, he's only the God of the universe. <laughs> he only knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we want to sit here and give him advice. We want to sit here and tell him how he need to do his job. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Little piece of dust. <laughs> Cause that's all we are. Our life is vapor. Okay. You know how you know what vapor is? <laughs> That's what our lives are. That's what the Bible says in Psalms. We our lives are vapor. We're like grass that wither withers. Wither withers. Withereth. Wither. Y'all know it's the King James word. It withers. We're like to get grass, the blade of grass that withers away. We're like vapor. You might see us. Our lives are like vapor. You it's like the fog in the morning. As soon as the sun hit it, it's gone. That's what our lives are. And we want to sit here and tell God how to do his job, what he ain't doing right, questioning him and stuff, like, in a disrespectful way on how he's doing stuff. Y'all, if we don't go sit down somewhere and find something safe to do <laughs> and question, quit stressing God out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Y'all, he told those people to go possess the land, and they came back. And said, no, we can't go. How you going to... He told you to go possess the land and you going to tell him you can't go? Oh. Mm. Mm. Y'all. I don't know, like, it's like... I'm just sitting here thinking about that thing, like... God literally told y'all to go take the land and y'all came back and told these people that we y'all can't go I just it's the audacity for me it's the audacity it, it really is because it's like when I just think about like just me like even <laughs> when I um didn't even ask God when I didn't ask God um if I should I just did it I just went and did it and didn't think nothing about it. Just when he did it. And it's like, how could you not consider the Lord? Like I said, I was just in a different place um, mentally. I just wasn't, I just was not fun. I was not myself at that time. And um, hmm. It's in Luke chapter 5, y'all. I found it. It's Luke chapter 5. He said, um, in verse 4, Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. It says nets. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night, all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. 
all right, if that's what you want me to do, I'll let this net down. Jesus said nets. Simon said, I'll let the net down. I'll appease you. I'll let the net down. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, Lord. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Why would you be a sinful man if you did what Jesus told you to do? Other than the fact that you were born in sin, shaping iniquity. Because you didn't do what Jesus told you to do. He said, let down the nets, and you let down one net. Because you thought you knew more than Jesus. <laughs> I thought I knew more than the Lord, so I didn't even consider him. I didn't even consider the Lord, y'all. I didn't even consider asking. I just did my own thing. You see what how disobedience is sin? Do you see how the sin of disobedience can mess you up? You will miss out on stuff. You will miss out on your blessings. You will miss out on ways to help people because you are being disobedient. I don't want that for y'all. Even when it comes to the promises of God. You will walk away from the promises God has for you because you're being disobedient because you feel like, oh, well, I don't think I need to do it that way. I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it this way. Or I can't do that today. I'm going to do Y'all, we got to stop. <laughs> we got to stop. We have to wake up. And like, I I don't know. Like, I, I just, I can only speak for me, but yesterday has caused me to just reflect on my life and the past two the past three years three four years i'm just reflecting on every decision i made i'm reflecting on how much i have grown because there's you know i realized probably the lord couldn't have told me that before now because i wouldn't have received it i wouldn't have received it. i'm like no that's not right i would have dismissed it or something like that so I just been spending a lot of time reflecting. Like I'm still not even on social media. Like I'll check stuff once in a while, like maybe once or twice um, during the week. But I'm staying away from social media because it's like I have so much time to reflect now on the mistakes I made, how that has affected me, and just growing closer to the Lord. Like I, that's that's all I'm doing right now. Um, I highly suggest y'all do the same <laughs> because that's the only way you're gonna grow is if you spend more time with the Lord. That's that's really it. But I'm gonna close this out because this thing, this is hitting, this is hitting home for me. So I hope y'all have enjoyed this. I have because it's just sitting here talking and all this. It's really helping me a lot. So that's it for me for this episode. Um y'all check in and tune into my other episodes if you have not. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. I hope and pray that you like and subscribe um, to my channel on YouTube or either my Facebook page, Instagram. I'm on Twitter. No, I take that back. I'm not on Twitter. I'm on, what is it? TikTok. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. It took me a minute. Like the only T word I know is Twitter, but no, TikTok. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, and YouTube. And I actually send all of these podcasts to YouTube. So if you prefer YouTube, you can catch them, but they won't come out at the same time as streaming it from one of the other platforms like um, iTunes or Spotify and stuff like that. So, but they will be up there. 
Um, I hope y'all have a great rest of your week. I hope you inspire yourself to do something great. Be great in everything. You're not going to be perfect, but be great. Okay. Love y'all so much. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye.